0: Today is the 100th day of 2021, and that's enough occasion to get out another edition of this program. This milestone also goes by the name April 10th, 2021, and perhaps one day it will be commonplace to count the days of the year sequentially. This is Charlottesville Community Engagement, and I'm your host, Sean Tubbs, for another episode of this regular look into what's going on. On today's show, an update from the UVA health system on the pandemic. Albemarle County Supervisors come closer to matching Governor Northam's COVID restrictions, and get ready for ozone forecasting season, which begins on Monday. In today's subscriber-supported shout-out, the cost of housing continues to be one of the most vexing social issues of our time. What does it take to build new units that can be sold or rented to people who cannot afford the market rate? This Thursday, the Central Virginia Housing Regional Partnership will hold the second of its spring speaker series at noon with a presentation from William Park, the president of Pinnacle Construction and Development. He will go through what it takes to secure financing for such projects. You can register on the Central Virginia Housing Regional Partnerships webpage, or there's a link in the newsletter. As of today, more than one in five Virginians is now fully vaccinated against COVID-19, according to the latest data from the Virginia Department of Health. The current seven-day average for doses per day is 77,847. However, that number could drop in the next week, as a national reduction of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine means fewer doses will be distributed to all states, including Virginia. This past week, the Centers for Disease Control sent out nearly 5 million shots nationwide of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine, but will only distribute 700,000 this week due to a production error that affected millions of doses. Dr. Kosti Safri, Director of Hospital Epidemiology at the University of Virginia, said he is watching the issue. Any
1: decrement, any reduction in vaccine allocation or vaccine production is... um is unfortunate right now. Certainly, this is um, this is a complication um, that uh, none of us would uh, are excited to see.
0: However, Doctor Safri said the Moderna and Pfizer vaccines are available. We
1: are seeing just a steep ramp up of other vaccines, as the the messenger messenger RNA vaccines from Pfizer, Moderna um, are being shipped now in large quantities, and so you know, while it is a stumbling block, we still have a lot of vaccine and we're um,
0: moving into phase two. That means that everyone over the age of 16 in the Blue Ridge Health District can now schedule an appointment for the vaccine. Dr. Sifri's comments came at the media briefing on April 9th, 2021. He and his colleagues were asked when students would get the vaccine and whether it would be required before UVA students return in the fall and whether it will be safe for them to do so.
1: I think it's a little premature to, um, to anticipate exactly what the landscape will look like. The, the first step, of course, is that everybody has the opportunity to receive a vaccine, and you know we're we're in that transition where we are, um, you know, at the at the precipice of being able to do that. And the next two months are really going to be important. Um,
0: um, maybe you know even less than that, hopefully. An open question is whether booster shots will be required in the future to retain immunity from COVID-19. Dr. Safri said research indicates the shots last for a good period of time to come. But what about a year from now? Yeah,
1: I'll offer my crystal ball. Um, So um, I I do think that there's two potential needs for um, a booster shot. One that was just alluded to was um, the, the potential of waning immunity. Um, as, as I just said, at six months, things look really good, and, you know, depending on that trajectory, maybe that's a year, maybe that's a couple of years. Um, difficult to say. And the second that we've often discussed um, is the rise of variants. And so, if there are a variants that are able to um, get around pre-existing immunity, whether it was natural infection or if it was provided by sort of what we can call a first-generation vaccine, then there may be a need for a booster there. I think with both of those scenarios, we'd be more likely than less likely um, looking at a need for a booster at some point.
0: Stay tuned. The number of new COVID cases in Virginia remains relatively high. Today, the Virginia Department of Health reports another 1,700 cases. The percent positivity statewide is at 6.1 percent today. The Blue Ridge Health District reports another 26 cases today, and the number of deaths in the district is at 211. Last Monday, Charlottesville City Council held the first of two readings on a proposal to repeal the local COVID ordinance to make Charlottesville's rules in line with Governor Ralph Northam's latest executive order. On Wednesday, the Albemarle Board of Supervisors considered whether to amend its ordinance to be more in line with the governor's. Deputy County Executive Doug Walker explained that Albemarle's ordinance dates back to last July, when there was concern about UVA students returning to the area from all across the
2: country. The board adopted um, uh, its, its, its ordinance At the time that the state was moving to phase three, and the county at the time uh, had an interest in retaining some of the restrictions that applied in phase two. The board did adopt the ordinance to restrict indoor occupancy at establishments that serve food and drink. They capped gathering sizes, and they required face coverings in all public settings.
0: This ordinance was readopted several times and amended last November to reflect Virginia's return to more stringent rules at that time. Albemarle's ordinance was set to expire on April 7th, the day of the most recent board meeting. Walker said risk for community spread is lower now than it was last July.
2: The case counts, incident rates, and percent positivity rates are at their lowest points since November of 2020, and among the lowest in Virginia.
0: Albemarle will not repeal its ordinance, but adopted one that matches Governor Northam's Executive Order 72. The only difference is the requirement that anyone who wants to seek an exception to masking requirements must have a note from a medical doctor. Before the vote, Dr. Denise Bonds of the Blue Ridge Health District made the case for increased investments in community health across the entire nation. She said many of her employees have been working long hours for over a year to respond to the COVID-19 emergency. It's
2: really hard to up staff and organization and be quick and nimble to respond to something. Um, and I, I think if there's any lesson that I would like to come out of this is that public health needs sustained support um, so that we have appropriate resources and staff that are trained and ready to go um, when the next incident like this occurs.
0: Deputy County Executive Doug Walker agreed that reform of Virginia's system of health districts will be needed to prepare for the next time around.
2: This experience has revealed um, some of the flaws, I believe, in that, in that relationship um, between you know, a state agency operating at a local level, even regionally, and local government, um, and, and, how, and how important it is that we not only work close together as partners, because we do, and we've, we've proven that, but that we work together as in a, in a in a much more cohesive, unified, uniform way, and, and it, it, it doesn't, that doesn't that's not the system that we have.
0: Supervisor Ned Galloway cautioned against debriefing the pandemic before it is over.
2: At some point, we will be there. To the, this will be a massive debrief effort <laughs> to go back, look at everything
0: in so many many ways. 2021
2: will be different
0: from 2020. Last year, Albemarle County closed beaches at its parks. This summer, Albemarle County is planning on opening its swimming lakes and is now hiring lifeguards. The position starts at $15 an hour. And finally today, the Virginia Department of Environmental Quality issues alerts for particulate pollution 12 months out of the year, and issues air quality forecasts and alerts. They do the same for ozone from April to September, and that will be added to the reports beginning on Monday. Ozone is a colorless gas present in automotive exhaust that can lead to a variety of bad health responses, particularly in people with asthma. The DEQ monitors air quality from 36 locations across the Commonwealth, including a station at Albemarle High School. A press release states that ozone pollution has dropped in the decades since it has been monitored. In 1993, Virginia experienced a high of 108 high ozone days in at least one locality. In 2020, there was only one such high ozone day in northern Virginia and none in the rest of the state. The DEQ's Air and Renewable Energy Director attributes the steep decline last year to reduced vehicular travel over the summer. And that's it for the April 10th, 2021 edition of Charlottesville Community Engagement. Thanks, as always, for listening. Uh, It is the weekend, so we're going to let you go early without telling you that it would be really good if you sent this on to somebody else and had them listen to it. There's a lot to learn each and every day that I do one of these. Uh, The next one coming out will be the week ahead, which is the non-podcast version. However, if you would like to support and would like to hear another version of me talking, the $10 a month Patreon tier does allow you to hear the special crazy week ahead newsletter thing that I do each week uh, for the Patreon subscribers. If you would like to hear a sample of one of these first to see what you'd be getting into, send me an email and I will go ahead and send you a sample. Uh, Thank you again for listening. Stay safe out there. Have a great weekend and happy 100th day of the year.